Hello, friends. Welcome back to Navigating Today's Turbulence, podcast number two. It is titled, Emigrating from Lawlessness to Lawfulness, from Human Disorder to Yahweh's Divine Order. That is what we are about. I am Hutch Church, your presenter. Are you aware that judgment on a backslidden lawless nation begins with the people of God, you and to me, and thereby restores to them needed spiritual correction and renewal, that is, the recovery of righteousness, which is lawfulness? This makes way for the restoration of uncompromised truth and practice, which also begins with the house or people of God, at least to a remnant of the followers of Messiah who in turn can keep a rising revival heated. A militant ecclesia is awakening. It professes Messiah Yeshua as prophet, priest, and king, and is comprised of his anointed commandment keepers. These ardent saints are being restored and summoned, I believe, to leave spiritually compromised to restrictive religious systems, despite their affection for them, and return to and regain the early Nazarene apostolic faith and practice. This biblical position represents our origin and heritage, our source of strength and where we belong. It is therefore the place from which to live and also conduct effective spiritual warfare. Contending for the apostolic faith once delivered to the saints, Jude 1.3, is navigating today's turbulence reason for being. It actually begins our trek from lawlessness to lawfulness, or from spiritual disorder to spiritual order. It brings returnees back to the unassailable faith foundation established by Messiah long ago, but from which the saints have drifted. We face a powerful infernal resistance, the spirit of lawlessness in the earth, that is able to thwart our efforts to rebuild the fallen walls of the early Nazarene Book of Acts faith unless we change leave our reluctance and indifference behind, and become equipped to fight the intensifying spiritual warfare that's coming with the unwanted new normal that is being pushed upon us. Genuine personal faith renewal and domestic restoration begin with each saint, every one of us, rebuilding a biblically valid spiritual foundation of Torah-based truth and righteousness. Navigating today's turbulence and our Torah and Glorious Schools support the Hebraic truth recovery, which facilitates the needed restoration of the ecclesia and reestablishes the righteous ministry of Yahweh's word. I will affirm that some pulpits and ministries do discern and honestly admit to Christendom's spiritually run-down landscape and the need for rebuilding it especially in the Western nations, including America. For instance, reform watchmen, including women as well, have declared that the modern Jesus of today's institutionalized church does not represent the full gospel savior spoken of in the Bible. The modern presentation of Jesus has been adjusted to please church attendees and the public at large. I think I should mention some of what has found emphasized throughout the varied evangelical system, and you can judge for yourself. It's a grim testimony to our doctrinal decline and our need for regaining the real apostolic faith of the early Nazarene followers of Yeshua. Modern church deviation 
from divine truth vitiates or waters down biblical faith because its teaching prioritizes the following. Number one, accentuating self-fulfillment. Two, avoiding anything deemed disturbing or unpleasant. Three, proclaiming grace over works and obedience. Four, pursuing supernatural experiences, especially in some groups, far too much. Five, tolerating sinfulness. Six, failing to preach obedience to Yahweh's applicable instructions, while, number seven, ignoring the apostolic mandate, which is key to personal spiritual growth and stability. Number eight, quenching the miraculous full ministry of the Holy Spirit, thus dismissing the Savior's last recorded instructions. Number nine, making converts for denominations, but not disciples for our Messiah. And ten, honoring Sunday as the Sabbath, and I could list more. Though there are many good and kind people of prayer and worship, also service and outreach, within the rank and file of Christian organizations, nevertheless, the institutions themselves are out of step with Yahweh's full truth. Therefore, unless there's a reformation, these old wineskins will not produce Hebraic-oriented disciples of Messiah. New wineskins will be needed to contain the new wine of recovered, unabridged Torah and Spirit-based doctrine and practice. The real Jesus, that would be Yeshua HaMashiach, is now calling his people by the Holy Spirit back to the uncompromised, unedited biblical truth of the early faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. This real Messiah warns of judgment and hell, gives salvation, joy, and hope, but he also demands self-denial of believers and clearly preaches holiness and obedience to the Father's commandments. He also expects converts to become disciples. Though he is, quote, the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth, he is also the judge of the living and the dead. He will warmly welcome his faithful followers into his kingdom, excuse me, into his kingdom, but conversely will say to others, Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness, Matthew 7.23. In fact, the Hebrew faith reformation movement, again, call it what you want, is busy presenting and restoring the true character of Yeshua with his complete salvation gospel and kingdom of God message. This is the truth awakening that's unfolding. Thus, the spiritual condition of the body of Messiah today validates our emphasis on contending for the faith once for all delivered to the saints. Jude 1.3 We are of Yeshua's glorious kingdom, not Satan's murky, demon-infested domain of darkness. Accordingly, let's start living like the bona fide kingdom of Elohim ambassadors we are in the supernatural power and demonstration of the Holy Spirit and exhibiting our love for Yahweh and man by our cheerful obedience to his sacred word. This spiritual walk constitutes fundamental worship. Vitiated, watered-down biblical faith is tepid, isn't it, and weak. Believers should be tired of living under that condition. The collapse of our republic's Judeo-Christian values and ethics bears witness. Notwithstanding, the blessings of Yahweh Elohim, our Father, are still within our grasp, my friends. It is written, if my people will. Will what? See Second Chronicles 7.14 for the rest and study it. 
navigating today's turbulence still affirms, despite our culture's alarming scarcity of law, order, and uncompromised, unedited biblical ministry, there is still hope for a foundational recovery. Again, it is seen in the Hebraic truth restoration movement, which, as stated, has risen as a manifestation of Yahweh's grace and provision. This recovery phenomenon holds the promise of a great spiritual transformation being possible for the body of Messiah, and by extension, the nations, at least to an extent yet to be revealed. So I press my point. A growing number of saints are preparing to navigate the turbulence of a forecasted global reset by first, leaving westernized denominational systems, old wineskins, and secondly, returning to and re-equipping themselves in the apostolic book of Acts faith practiced by the original Nazarene followers of Messiah. They are also repositioning themselves for a grand prophetic purpose, the eventual reunification of the houses of Judah and Israel. Fasten your seatbelts, friends. There is turbulence ahead. I have a strong statement to share with you, dear listener. Let's broaden our perspective. Follow me along. Apart from a sweeping spiritual awakening leading to revival in every hamlet, town, city, county, and state in the USA, a jaw-dropping visitation of the presence and power of the Almighty working across and throughout the national landscape, again, apart from such a monumental visitation and spiritual awakening, our constitutional republic will be supplanted quickly and entirely by the atheistic, demonically driven revolution underway engineered and led by Luciferian-anointed banking and corporate cartels. America, you and I and our families, children and grandchildren alike, are looking into the face of a communistic deep state takeover which is infernally undergirded and is designed to turn America into a vast prison camp. Here's the sequence strategy revolutionaries follow again and again. Invent a crisis, inflame and deceive the public, create fear, induce compliance to new regulations, and implement control. Guess what? It's already happened here and across the globe. Think COVID and the vaccine clamor that's going on right now. Underlying satanic forces deceive, instill unbelief and fear, and conquer beguiled people all the time. It is what has caused the demise of traditional Christianity throughout the country. Spirit entities are very deceptive, vile, and powerful still. They must be overcome. But is there any force at all on earth somehow capable of confronting such evil? Yes, there is. It's us, the sanctified saints of Yeshua, who fight by living and proclaiming his holy word. Are you up to the coming intensified confrontation between light and darkness? Make up your mind. It's rising already. Yes, the divine ordained agency that has been established and empowered to occupy spiritual ground, displace lawlessness, and overcome the wickedness of heavenly places is the Holy Spirit-generated body of Messiah. That would be you, me, and the saints. That's our job, like it or not. But I repeat, a spiritual repair and refitting is badly needed, along with the full complement of armor, especially the belt of uncompromised truth, for the ecclesia to succeed. Wouldn't you agree? Face it, 
We will keep losing our spiritual battles as long as we are inadequately instructed, ill-equipped, and remain uninspired. But how can such a restoration or renewal really occur, you still ask? Well, as I've said before, by the Torah-rooted, spirit-led Hebrew heritage restoration movement. Please allow me to repeat myself in order to inculcate this truth about the much ridiculed but misunderstood HRM. It goes by different names, but is definitely a beneficial, very timely phenomenon appropriate for this dark hour and for our advance toward the fulfillment of end-time prophecy. It's expanding and restoring A, an uncluttered strong faith foundation, B, apostolic order and truth, C, biblical discipleship, and D, a panoramic prophetic vision needed to inspire and direct the body of Messiah into the new normal. In fact, the energizing and enlightening reformation of faith underway now is the ecclesia's needed preparation for the radical new world order governance reset looming ahead. An unholy epoch, the envisioned transhumanist era, is the world's anti-Messiah cyborgian techno future emerging now, and we must be ready for it. As you know, a new digital era is being systematically formed to control world economies and govern nations. It's the demonic alternative to Yeshua's kingdom. However, this rapidly developing globalist AI agenda might be emerging ahead of Yahweh's end time schedule. It's possible, I think. If so, the Almighty could bring down this Babylonian-type global techno-towers project also before Earth's civilizations become completely Orwellian ahead of their time. As was Babel's tower of long ago, this quantum AI matrix that's unfolding today is another one that humans are erecting for, among other reasons, interfacing with alien dimensions. Look into CERN. That New World Order visionary science endeavor is partly motivated, we are told, by expectations of gaining supernatural enlightenment from outside the Earth's time-space dimension. This would be knowledge drawn from an alien alternative reality that would accelerate extraordinary techno-development for at least three imagined humanist advantages. For number one, the acceleration of artificial intelligence for the mental and physical advancement of the human race. A jumpstart, so to speak, to recharge the evolution fantasy. And number two, to assist the quest of humankind attaining divine consciousness. And number three, for enabling Earth to someday assume its place among the alien civilizations supposedly existing throughout the universe. This kind of thinking represents the broad road mentality that most mankind opts for instead of the Father's narrow kingdom road espoused by Messiah Yeshua. And this vain utopian idea was actually Timothy Leary's LSD-induced psychedelic vision for humanities, which came out of the 70s. Such is an example of the reprobate mindset spoken of in Romans 1. Dr. Leary promoted this pseudoscience prospect of mankind leaving a polluted planet that is psychically contaminated by common people and building space vehicles that could take the elite of the Earth, that is, the specially chosen mentally uncontaminated Earthlings, to search space for habitable planets to colonize. The undertaking of building and launching such a vast global program was promoted 
number one, as a unifier of the nations, and two, as a needed jumpstart for the evolutionary process and human DNA advancement, which it was said could only occur in the vacuum of space and facilitated by LSD. And finally, number three, as an interstellar manifest destiny affirming the right of qualified humans to venture into and take their place in the far reaches of the Milky Way galaxy for starters. Having dreams is a good thing, but this one is a real stretch. Leary presented this vision at educational institutions during the hippie era, the free love 70s of the past century. Sound preposterous? Yes, it does. It's constructed from man's wisdom, not Yahweh's. It takes the transformation of mankind out of the hands of Yahweh Elohim, our creator, and places it into the realm of science in which most people tend to put their faith today. Keep in mind, the otherworldly dimensions are full of life forms. Those powers, evil spirits, fallen angels, and demonic hordes are creatures of the second heaven and earth too. They comprise the factions listed in Ephesians 6. From such are launched the fiery darts of the enemy, that is, of satanic powers, into the minds of humans. You know, I think promoting drug-enhanced human consciousness and an elevated mankind leaving a polluted junkyard planet to advance and encounter new realities harboring life advantages, so-called, in a foreboding yet-to-be-restored universe, is the preposterous product of demonic fiery darts stirring up vain thinking in spiritually undiscerning people. There's a goal in the crosshairs of certain influential gospel-denying futurists. They envision the emerging transhumanism era morphing into an anti-God post-human epic that is established by artificial intelligence and singularity. The goal is complete control of the planet by quantum technology and enhanced human technocrats, not unenhanced people. This goes beyond Orwellian globalism. It is, in fact, vain demonic utopian deception. As I have stated before, non-human powers are behind this push. And be sure to understand this, the suppression of Torah-based, Messiah-centered, kingdom of God truth and its practice is integral to their success. Uncompromised, Torah-inclusive, spirit-empowered faith will not be sanctioned in their stainless steel cyborg world. Yes, the human mind has a great imagination, but it is also the battleground that determines the outcome of conflicting thoughts and what they produce. Evil powers relentlessly labor to inflame our inclination to sin by filling our minds with foolish and evil ideas and then fanning them into strength. If unprotected by the shield of faith, the mind is wide open to evil influences emanating from the spiritual wickedness of the heavenly realm. So I would say to all of us, let's remain suited up in the full armor of God. We believers live in this world, true enough, but we are really of the kingdom of God. Therefore, our hearts should be knit into his kingdom and not woven into the warp and woof of this present world's value system, as is often the case with us saints. Many of our lives plainly show that believers are not fully invested in Yahweh's kingdom or in the recovery of needed but disregarded truth 
or in persistent personal and corporate prayer. And we are content to remain away from the strong, uncompromised Pentecostal faith and traditions of the early Nazarene followers of Yeshua HaMashiach. We need to move to his foundation of Torah-inclusive truth and honor all that has not been suspended, which would be primarily the whole temple sacrificial order at all. That broad aspect of the law will be reinstated after the coming of Yeshua and his millennial reign. But I speak of the rest of Yahweh's instructions that remain in place and are not rescinded. They are entirely relevant and applicable and doable. And this for our betterment. Consider, if unimaginable horrific events that far surpass the domestic lawlessness afflicting the culture now come upon America, that is, if hostile mega-military events unfolded upon the nation, then short-sighted religious smugness, apathy, and worldliness among true believers will come to an immediate halt. We, followers of Yeshua, will learn to live in his word as we finally repent of our wicked ways, pray in earnest, and seek Yahweh's intervention. The divine summons to spiritual truth restoration has already been given. Again, it is preparatory for the era ahead and visionary concerning the restoration of all Israel. I exhort us all to do the best we can with what we know. But from that point on, grow in the knowledge of the word and go forward in our discipleship journey with Yeshua. No stalling or malingering is allowed. None of us have arrived yet, so let's indeed go forward. It's time to comply with his divine blueprint laid out for us in Holy Writ. But among the atheists, agnostics, New Agers, and so on, there are those who want to establish their own vision for the future not Yahweh's. Such visions are man-centered. It's clear many people have rejected Yahweh's word, denied his authority, and shunned his prophetic vision. According to Romans 1, these people have been given over to, quote, a depraved mind to do the things that are not proper, being filled with unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, and so on. The leadership of our nation is clearly a demonstration of the truth of Romans 1 correction must be made. The underlying component driving the wickedness is spiritual, as I have pointed out. It is written, quote, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, not against humans, but against principalities, against powers, and there is more. See Ephesians 6 again. Our foremost enemy, as I have pointed out, is comprised of interdimensional supernatural spirits undergirding the Luciferian oligarchs who own and reign over global institutions that shape our societies and our lives. Thus, I repeat myself, to press a PowerPoint, the only corporate entity on earth that can confront and overcome this otherworldly intrusive spirit enemy is the restored, completely sanctified, Torah-inclusive, Holy Spirit baptized and anointed, Messiah-focused ecclesia of Yeshua. That's why Satan seeks to deceive the body of Messiah, especially in the West, and keep it, that's us, spiritually emasculated to the greatest possible extent 
and therefore hold the USA bewitched under a dark demonic spell. Let's get real. Evil spirits target, torment, demonize, and even indwell and possess human beings. They whisper and speak into our inner ear, firing their darts into the deep hearing of the unconscious mind, implanting wicked thoughts and ideas, and even getting people to plant evil seed thoughts in others also. Please take notice. The destructive results are generational. Continuing, these strange transmissions usually go unnoticed by the conscious mind, just as evil spirits themselves are usually not seen. Paul called these fiery darts because they inflame and provoke unholy passion in the victims. The fiery darts launched by satanic powers are evil suggestions, blasphemous ideas, wicked ambitions and temptations, and such that produce despair and doubt, confusion, rage, and rebellion, and amplify fear, lust, pride, and so on. They lodge in and take charge of a reprobate mindset referenced in Scripture. When left to grow, infernal alien communications will lead to mental instability, even psychosis, and demonization. To a greater or lesser extent, this is the condition of multitudes today and much of the leadership they have foolishly elected. It explains the anarchy, deception, and corrupt decision-making occurring in all societal levels. Mankind's acquiescence to satanic mental and spiritual assaults, whether in ignorance or on purpose, is behind the spiritual and moral degradation of our own lives, families, governments, cultures, institutions, and religion. It makes no difference how comfortable people are in their settings unless born of the Spirit of God through faith in Messiah Yeshua, our Redeemer, they are still under the dark persuasions of the spirit of this age. And the fiery darts of the enemy have, in fact, worked to keep the ecclesia below its potential. Satanic deception has drawn the beguiled saints away from the original apostolic faith of Yeshua's Pentecostal followers and into compromised biblical faith and its byproduct, spiritual enervation. Yet it is the Spirit of Yahweh who is inspiring and leading a great migratory reformation. Are you invested in it? The fight for the true spiritual high ground is underway. A scriptural Torah-inclusive truth revival and faith renewal is welling up in this hour. For this, the church should be rejoicing. But is it? No. But what about you? Are you a reformer seeking to restore the body of Yeshua and rejuvenate his saints? If so, press forward. Sanctify yourself to his full applicable truth, not just parts of it, and you will be transformed. The good things of a truth awakening are silhouetted on the horizon, my friends, appearing possible and very attractive. They are reachable if we repent and follow the Messiah's instructions. Yeshua's followers are blessed, being renewed in faith, hope, and love, and called to be his kingdom ambassadors for this hour. So stand up and speak out. Pray and draw near to Yeshua in the communion of the Spirit. Podcast 3 is next. Meet me there. And remember, this is an opinion piece. So listen, evaluate, and be led by the Holy Spirit, and make up your own mind. Our motto 
is Hebrew and English. It is Tamid Kadima, which means always forward. Take it as your own. Shalom.